was the one always looking after him. Laura got into the habit of defending her older brother quite early before either of them was even in their teens. After her first marriage broke up, Jane moved her children to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. She was looking for year-round warm weather, a place where there might be an abundance of work, and also there was the desire on Jane's part to put a few miles between herself and the children and her ex-husband. She knew Robert would not have much concern when it came to visiting with his children, and the chance of getting child support from him, whether in the same state or not, was just about zero. With these facts in mind, she didn't feel there was any reason to stay in Ohio. There was another reason Jane chose to move to South Carolina. She had an old school friend living there. This friend, a woman named Fran, had settled in the Myrtle Beach area with a second husband. Jane and Fran had kept in touch since high school days. When Fran moved south, Jane was left with no one who cared. Jane knew that Fran would be moral support and could help her get settled on the beach. Jane had only met Fran's new husband, a fellow named Mike, a few times, but the man seemed very willing to please his new wife. Mike was originally from South Carolina. Fran had met him while down in Myrtle Beach on vacation. The long-distance relationship lasted only six months before Mike asked Fran to marry him. Fran and Mike were opening a good-sized restaurant, and Jane was assured of at least having a waitress job there. In the year Jane moved to South Carolina, 1968, the children were only seven and five years old. There was no hint that Cliff would turn out to be such a handful back then. He was such a cute little boy, a child who seemed anxious to please. God was with Jane when she made the decision to move south, as it turned out that she had made the right choice. Within four years, she met and married a man named Greg, and that marriage lasted until Greg's death in 1992. Jane and Greg had no children together, but Greg took on her two little ones as if they were his very own. He was a good man. Even when Cliff became a problem, getting into minor scrapes with the law at the tender age of 13, Greg still stood by him as if he were the boy's natural father and never complained about the boy to Jane or anyone else that she knew of. A few years before Greg's death, he and Jane left the beach and moved to a small town slightly south and more inland than Myrtle Beach. They chose the tiny town of Manning, South Carolina to retire because it was small, there was little traffic, and it was quiet. By the time they were both in their 50s, the noise and congestion of the Chapter beach one. had lost its charm. Jane Johnson Jane and Greg died Johnson a bought a small death. cottage in the woods she about 20 miles out of to town to make sure that they would not have to put up with the noise of neighbors by or the one dust of her traffic. own children. This false premonition had tortured her for a good many years before her actual time came. Jane was 67 at the time of her demise, which is nine years younger than the age that the average woman lives to be in America. Smoking and stress had short-changed her nine years. Jane may not have enjoyed a completely average existence in many areas, being short-changed in a few other departments as well. No one could argue against the claim that Jane's life had been a little more difficult than most. But, she had been fairly content with her lot in life in the last few years. She had found a peace in the wooded seclusion of her home life. Once she had passed 55 years, things grew a bit easier for her. She was one of those people who truly enjoyed being alone, and she loved the solitude of her little cottage in the woods of South Carolina. She didn't mind not having any close neighbors and found the lack of activity on her street comfortable and cozy.
Jane had grown up in Ohio under the supervision of a distant mother and an alcoholic father. She married the first boy who came along to get out of the house. She and her first husband, a 19-year-old boy named Robert, had settled in the outskirts of Cleveland, not too far from her childhood home. Her young husband always had trouble supporting his small family, and when the children came along, things got much worse. The house she shared with her first husband was also quite a bit out of the way. There were no close neighbors by that house either, and Jane had not obtained a driver's license until she was in her mid-twenties. With Robert gone, sometimes for days on end, it was a lonely existence for Jane, as well as one lacking the barest necessities of life. There would sometimes be weeks that went by that she did not see or speak to another person other than the children. It may have